Hey, and welcome to the Healthier You podcast. This is the number one place to be if you are a female leader looking to massively up-level your health. My name is Sarah Elizabeth and I'm your host. I'm a women's health coach with a mission to guide you into becoming the CEO of your health and your life. So each week we'll delve into topics to help you optimize your health, whether that be hormones, gut health, mindset, nutrition, personal growth, and so much more. I am so, so excited that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Healthier You. So I want to talk to you today about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, and not because I love talking about this topic, although it is really, really interesting, and not because it's fun or exciting, but because it's something that I battled with so much on my own health journey. And I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I remember when I would listen to podcasts or YouTube videos about people completely transforming their health or healing a specific, you know, symptom that they were struggling with or, you know, gut health, whatever it may be, their relationship with food. I would constantly watch these videos and I used to get so frustrated when I would find out that the background of that person is, you know, they were constantly someone who was consistent. They've always been someone who would show up for themselves and remain regimented with their routine like it was just something that I could not relate to I was constantly self-sabotaging and I feel like I've spoken about this quite a lot on the podcast before where one of my things that I really had always struggled with is consistency and it's something that I have really nailed now which is amazing. And I never thought I could get to that point. But for me, whenever I just learned that someone was naturally a consistent person, I would switch off immediately. I'd be like, this is not going to help me because you're naturally the kind of person who will just get up and do the thing regardless and not self-sabotage. Whereas I just cannot relate to that. And it used to really wind me up. And I know that that's a me thing and not a them thing for sure. But it used to wind me up so much. I'd be watching these videos and they'd be talking about how, you know, when they were younger, they would constantly like train in a certain way and eat a certain a certain way and they would do it consistent and I'm like can't relate I just don't know what that even feels like at all and so um for me self-sabotage has been something that I really really battled with really battled with I would consistently not keep my promises to myself let myself down and just really constantly get in my own way basically and I know that this is something that so many people struggle with that I wanted to do an episode that really supports kind of mindset shifts that you might want to make or start thinking about if you are ready to just get out of your own way when it comes to showing up for your health I think these are going to be really really helpful so we do this thing as humans and we all do it, this is not a you thing, this is a human thing, where we're constantly on the lookout for new information. We love learning new information, right? We're constantly searching things like, how do I heal my gut? How do I heal my hormones? We're saving posts on Instagram that we find really valuable. The problem is in the health space that a lot of the information is completely conflicting, not appropriate to you specifically, and not appropriate to your lifestyle, your condition, whatever else. So we've just got this overload of information and we're constantly seeking seeking out more of it. And we have this thing as humans where we think that, you know, learning more and knowing more is us really moving the needle when it comes to our health. We believe that, you know, the more that I learn about this thing, the more my health is going to improve. And actually that's not the way that it works, right? We need equal amounts and probably actually less so of the learning new things and implementation and actually putting it into practice. And I think that we can spend so much time, and I definitely did this, right? Where I would 
try and learn all of the things about what I was struggling with. I would read books, I would Google it, I would listen to podcasts, I would do all of the things and my world would be completely immersed in nutrition, health, you know, exercise, fitness, all of the things. But then when it came to actually putting it into practice, my implementation levels were zero. And I would literally consistently self-sabotage, not keep the promises that I made to myself and find an excuse as to why I couldn't do it. And this is something that I find is really, really common, right? When I'm speaking in discovery calls to people who are potentially wanting to work with me, um, one of the things that they often say is that I'm just self-sabotaging all of the time. Like I know that there are things that I could do to support myself, but I'm just not doing it. And I really want to explore why. And I think this is where coaching is so, so powerful because it's not just about the knowledge. It's not just about knowing things. Knowing things is helpful, but knowing things doesn't create results. What creates results is actually putting what you know into practice, right? And there are a number of different things that can help with this, um, including some of the things that I'm going to mention today, especially these mindset shifts that can be really, really helpful in just getting that information that you know and starting to put it into practice and starting to make it really kind of like everyday stuff that you're going to put into practice, right? And I think another thing that's really, really important to mention here is that, you know, confidence doesn't really come from knowing more stuff. We can do all of that research, we can listen to all of the podcasts, we can do all of that, which is great and it's helpful and it's empowering, but confidence comes from actually putting it into fruition. Confidence comes from showing up every single day and doing the thing that you know is going to be beneficial for you. I think a lot of people wait around for the confidence to do something. And actually the confidence comes from doing the thing, even if you're not doing it very well to begin with, or even if you're just meeting yourself halfway. And actually you're better off doing something imperfectly, consistently, versus doing something perfectly and only ever doing it for a week and then never doing it again. And so we really have to redefine what it means to show up for your health, where the bar is, in comparison to where we're at and really have a think about how much do we know versus how much are we implementing. I think viewing things like this with a beginner's mindset, because sometimes we know the thing, right? We can listen to someone say something and we can be like, yeah, 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 I know that. Okay, but are we putting it into practice? And I think this is a really, really helpful way of thinking about what you know when it comes to your health. So we're gonna dig into these three mindset shifts. And the first one that I wanted to talk about is the fact that you are always saying no to something by saying yes to something else, right? So really asking yourself, what am I saying no to? Every time you say yes to something, specifically in the area of health, I want you to have a think about some of the things that you say yes to that you know are disrupting you away from your goal, right? So they're getting in the way of you putting into practice the thing that you know that you need to do. So every time you say yes to that thing, you're saying no to moving forwards with your goal. And I think that's a really, really helpful mindset tool to use is that every time you say yes to something, you check in, okay, well, I'm saying yes to this, what does that mean that I'm saying no to? Because most of the time, when you adopt a new practice or you go somewhere or you decide that you're gonna engage in a certain activity or whatever it is, when you do that, you're sacrificing something else. Always, 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 right? So if you decide that you are gonna go to the gym in the evening, after work, after dinner, then you're sacrificing that time that you would usually have with your family at home 
right? And so with everything that you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. And that is a fact. That is a fact across the board, right? And so when we prepare for that, we can then start to use that in our favor. So we can use that when we want to say goodbye to old habits that aren't serving us anymore, or we can use it when we're putting in a new habit to ask if we're okay with leaving the other thing behind, right? So for example, if I want to start going to the gym first thing in the morning and I decide one night that I'm gonna go out drinking with my friends, in that moment, if I ask myself, okay, well, tonight going out for drinks with friends probably means that I'm saying no to going to the gym in the morning. What am I saying no to? What am I saying yes to? And therefore, what am I saying no to? And then I get to weigh up the pros and cons. Like, okay, well, I've said that I wanna do this. By me saying yes to doing this, I'm saying no to doing that. So that immediately gives you so much power and so much control over your decisions. Because I think a lot of the time we say yes to this, yes to that, you know, yeah, I'm fine to go and do that on Saturday. Yes, I'm okay to go and do this. And we don't really think about the consequences of saying yes to things. And this doesn't mean that there's a, a wrong or a right answer. You've got to decide that for you, right? But by saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So constantly being in the habit of asking yourself, what am I saying no to when you pick up something new, when you pick up a new habit, right? Asking this question to yourself is so helpful because it puts you in the driver's seat and it puts you in control of your health choices. So when you start to recognize that every yin has a yang, every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something, then it allows you to reverse engineer how you put your goals into fruition. But it also really makes you feel like an adult. I know this sounds ridiculous, but sometimes I feel like when we put these kind of goals in place, we then talk about ourselves like we're children. <laughs> so we often do this thing where we're like, oh, I can't do that. I'm not allowed to do this. This is, I can't, like, I'm I'm not letting myself do this. And we talk about our choices as if we're children and we have to. And the truth of the matter is, when we're changing our health, when we're deciding that we're gonna do something different, we're not children that have like stopped ourselves from doing the thing. We can go and do it. I can go out for drinks with my friends if I want to, but I've decided that this week my priority is going to the gym. This choice that I have is messing with that, is disrupting that. And so I'm giving myself a choice and I have decided, right? This is not about I'm not allowed. This is not a restriction thing, but it's like, actually, I've made I've made the decision that my goal is more important than this night out, right? And so it really puts you in the driver's seat. And I feel like we do this, and this is a diet culture thing, right? If you've ever had a history of like chronic dieting, you know, being really wrapped up in the rules and regulations and restriction and all of that, and it feels so exhausting, then we kind of get trapped into this mindset of like, oh, I have to, I can't, I'm not allowed. This kind of language is so unempowering around our health. And the alternative isn't just to not ever do anything or not ever have any kind of discipline in any way, shape or form. Like that's not the alternative. The alternative is to make a really intentional decision and then back yourself in that moment, right? So there are plenty of things that I say no to. And for me, it isn't restriction to say no to those things because I decided, I'm a fully grown adult and I decided that my goal of feeling X, Y, Z is more beneficial than doing the thing, right? So really asking yourself this question and exploring this puts you in the driver's seat and makes you feel so much more empowered because 
you're not forcing a decision on yourself you're choosing it and I think when we use this really empowering language like no I choose not to I can but I'm not going to it feels so much less restrictive especially when you are someone who is naturally a rebellious personality I definitely am as soon as I set a rule for myself I want to break it because I'm just a rebel like that and I know a lot of people are especially when it comes to health as soon as there's a rule in place we just, we hate it, right? And so it's not a rule, you don't have to, but I want to. I want to because I want to feel X, Y, Z. And I think that's really, really helpful. And this will give us room to ask more questions, right? So it will help us to understand, you know, if I make this choice now and I say yes to this thing, how am I gonna feel tomorrow? Do I want to feel that way? What would I need to do to wake up tomorrow and say, oh, I'm really glad that I made that decision. Oh, this feels so good. I'm so glad that I did that. That that was so right for me, right? And so by doing this and exploring it in this way, rather than just being really rigid with yourself, restrictive with yourself, ask yourself, what do I want? Okay, well, if I want that and my action isn't adding up to me wanting that, then what do I need to shift? What do I need to change? And in real time, give yourself the opportunity to explore these things. And that has been a mindset shift that I honestly still use to this day. I still... Um, question my choices, whether things are in alignment with me, whether things are in alignment with my values. And, you know, am I going to wake up tomorrow and regret not doing this? Am I going to wake up in the morning and regret doing this? Like the questioning yourself and getting really in tune with yourself like this is so powerful. It is so empowering. It's so um, helpful. And this is where like self-coaching is so, so powerful as well. So these are the types of things that I share with my clients to support them in really showing up for themselves so that they can self-coach, right? Learning how to self-coach is so helpful um, because the this is what's going to help you with the implementation, right? More knowledge isn't going to do this for you on a day when you're tired and you want to make the wrong choice, right? This implementation stuff, this mindset stuff is going to be the thing that helps you really put it into practice and really actually change your health. So the next mindset shift that is going to be a game changer for you and definitely was for me is to become solution orientated, right? And I spent a really, really long time when I was going through my various health conditions, things that I was dealing with, I spent so much time thinking about my symptoms, thinking about my problems, constantly complaining about my problems, constantly journaling about how um, disappointed I was with myself, that I couldn't stick to the thing, that I couldn't do what I said that I was gonna do, that I felt awful again, that I was tired, that I was bloated, all of this stuff, I would would just consume myself in it. And no wonder that negativity just kept feeding off more negative, and uh, more symptoms would come. And, you know, I would just be in this whole just pit of misery I always say (laughs) a bit of misery because I would constantly be immersing myself in the problem and I never spent any time thinking about what my solution is like what do I do to get out of this and sometimes it's the questions that we ask ourselves right because I find that a lot of the time and I used to do this I know that you know, I've had conversations with clients where they have said that they do this as well. And a lot of the time we can ask ourselves questions like, well, why me? Why is it always me? Well, it's because I was brought up like this. And you you know, we're, we're always trying to decide why we have a problem or what the problem is or what are the symptoms of the problem. But I never stopped and asked myself, okay, my problem is I'm self-sabotaging. I'm struggling with these symptoms. What am I gonna do about it? Who do I wanna be? 
How do I want to show up? Right? I was never thinking about the solution. I was always thinking about the problem. And I was always honing in and, you know, getting really, really clear on the problem, dissecting my every move, getting really annoyed with myself, aggravated with myself, hyper fixating on all of my symptoms all the time, not in a positive way to try and track them or to understand them, but from the perspective of like, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna really hyper fixate so I can complain about it and, you know, give myself a hard time about it but I wasn't really committed to the solution, right? And I think we often do this, and this is sometimes a little bit of a tough pill to swallow, right? I know that for me in my own journey, I was kind of addicted to the drama sometimes, right? And I did this in relationships as well. I know that I've spoken about this a couple of times on the podcast where like, you know, it was a big drama in my health. There was big dramas going on in my relationships all the time. And I kind of felt a little bit lost when there wasn't a big drama going on because I was the kind of person who was hyper fixating on all of my problems all of the time. And I never stopped to think about how can I get myself out of this situation? How can I focus on a solution? And this is where all of that amazing knowledge from all of the Googling and all of the other things comes into play because it's like, well, I have a couple of things that I know will move the needle if I can put them into practice. Okay, how am I gonna do that? And if we spent as much time focusing on the solution as we did the problem, we would probably do so much better in all areas of our lives, right? All areas, all the time. So I think this is really helpful. And these are things that you can really, you know, use to implement in every single area. Like I said, this is something that I did in relationships because I'd be like, why am I attracting dramatic men who are constantly playing me or causing me problems or um, being rude to me or not answering or whatever? I had a really anxious attachment style. And again, instead of focusing on, okay, how do I get myself to be more secure in my relationships and to be more confident and to um, set the bar higher for the types of people that I'm seeing. Instead of that, I was hyper-focusing on the problem. So these are things that you can utilize in everyday life. I have had to use them in multiple areas, even in business. And so really having a think about what is what do I need to do to be more solution focused? What do I need to do to really think about how I get myself out of this loop, right? And one of the things that I found really, really helpful with this, and I don't know if you follow Manifestation Babe on Instagram, I do. I've followed her for a very long time. I absolutely love her content. Um, But she has a journaling exercise that I just find so helpful. Um, And it's, I am the type of person who, dot, 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 and you write, right? And this is one of the things that you can do to really become solution focused because instead of, and I used to do this right all the time, I was reading some of my old journals recently and it's like me beating myself up for binge eating again or uh, beating myself up for not going to the gym or going out drinking or seeing the wrong guy or whatever else. It's constantly me just beating myself up and I spent no time thinking about, well, who do I want to be? And so I love this journal prompt from Manifestation Babe where she really talks about, you know, write down, I am the type of person who... And what's the rest of that sentence, right? What is the rest of that paragraph? Are you the type of person who um, gets out of bed early in the morning? What do you need to do to accomplish that? Probably go to bed a little bit earlier in the evening. You are the type of person who does X, Y, Z. What is it, right? And really getting clear on like, what would someone who is solution focused actually do? How would they live their lives? And that will really help you to implement some of the stuff that you know, right? Which is really, really helpful. Um, so really thinking about who do you want to be, right? How do you want to be doing the things that you're doing? Like, where does it fit into your life? Um, how does the person that you want to be actually act, Like if you're the type of person who is X, Y, Z, what do they do? How do they act? What does their day-to-day routine look like? What choices do they make? What choices do they not make, right? What choices, what things do they say no to? And so this 
kind of shifting of energy is so powerful. And you will find that once you start to find one solution and you help yourself in one way, then you will naturally start to find more solutions for other problems in other ways. And again, it's a rinse and repeat process. So once you've learned how to do this in your health, you'll be able to do it in your relationships, in your business, in your life, like all of the things. And so this is a really, really powerful thing and something that I always come back to when I catch myself moaning. <laughs> I do it still, right? Where I will get myself into a problem and I'll sit there and hyperfixate on it and get really annoyed with myself and why has this come up and all the things. And then I remind myself, okay, I've spoken about the problem. Cool. I've given it some time. I've given it some attention. And it's not to gaslight yourself, right? This is not about not acknowledging that you have a problem. This is about acknowledging that you have the problem, let yourself vent the problem, let yourself grieve it, whatever it is that you need to do, and then become solution focused and then become solution orientated, right? So this is really, really helpful. And I find that journal prompt from Manifestation Babe is super impactful because it will help you to get into the headspace of the person that you wanna be and how they show up. And I think that's really, really cool. So last of all, the last one that I wanted to speak about today, there were lots and lots, but these are three that I just thought would be really cool to talk about, um, is that no action is too small, right? Set the bar low. This is something that I say to all of my clients, especially when they're busy, when they're female leaders, they have a lot going on, they're managing teams, they're running businesses, they've also probably got kids at home and dogs and all the things. There's a lot going on. And I think the bar is set so high that it's so unrealistic. And then you're breaking trust with yourself because you don't do it, right? And so asking yourself, what is the lowest bar that's gonna give me the most return, right? What's what's gonna be minimal action that gives me the most return on my investment? I think we fall into an all or nothing mentality sometimes when we approach our health or anything really, to be honest. We will look at the best option and we'll be like, oh, well, I can't do that. So I'm not doing anything at all. And really meeting yourself where you're at and doing a middle ground. And I don't like to say good, bad. I like to say good, better, best, right? So the best option would be to do X, Y, Z. I just don't have capacity for that right now or that feels like a really big step for me. So what would be the good option? And can I work on that first? I think we tend to do this with days as well. So we'll say, oh, it's just one day. It's just one day, so this doesn't matter. If I just do this today, then it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because there's always tomorrow. I'll start again tomorrow, right? And so this nothing is too small mentality is helpful for those everyday little actions, but it's also helpful on a day-to-day basis because There's no change that you can make that's too small. If you think about your health overall, it's the accumulation of all of the activities and all of the things that you've said yes to, all of your choices, all of your commitments that you've had throughout your whole life. They've all been on a day, right? They've all required you to on the day either say yes or no. And so every time you approach a decision and you in your mind are going, oh, well, it's only one day, reminding yourself that no action is too small. So having this mentality of, you know, all of the healthy choices that I've made for myself have always been tiny little actions consistently. It means that every time you have the opportunity to make those tiny little actions or to make those tiny little decisions, you're more likely to do something that's more positive for your health because you're not going, oh, well, it's just one decision. Like nothing is too small. Saying yes to something that you know is gonna be beneficial for you, even if it feels like a tiny, tiny decision is going to pile up to that massive uh, kind of transformation, which is really just an accumulation of lots of little yeses, right? Lots of little positive decisions in the right direction. So 
I used to think that if I wasn't making massive drastic change that I might as well just give up and throw the towel in. I didn't realise that creating sustainable health isn't about making lots of drastic massive change but it's about consistently doing small things that move the needle. So every time I wake up in the morning and I don't want to go to the gym but I override that and go anyway, did that one day make a difference? Probably not. If I'd have said, meh, I won't do it today, what would have happened? Probably nothing. But the accumulation of me saying, no, I'm overriding that and going every, any, um, every day anyway, that is what's created the transformation. That's what's created the habit. And it's the same in all other areas of your life. If you decided to wake up one day and not brush your teeth, nothing necessarily terrible is going to happen, right? You're probably going to feel a bit gross for the day. Um, It's not going to be nice for the people around you. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to cause tooth decay just by not brushing your teeth for one day. But it's the accumulation of the fact that you've been brushing your teeth every day that has meant that your dental health is in the state that it's in today, right? And so we get the importance of brushing our teeth every day and not just randomly missing days because it creates the habit that then creates our overall dental health. And it's exactly the same with all of the little decisions that you're making. So oftentimes I used to be like, oh, well, I'll just start tomorrow and I'll just like eat all of this chocolate today. Or, oh, I'm just gonna order a takeout today and I'll start tomorrow. But I didn't realize that because I was doing that every single day, that's what was happening. I was building up this bank of terrible decisions around food not that getting a takeout is always terrible but in my case when I was overriding what I wanted to achieve with this decision and then before I know it I've been self-sabotaging for a year because it's just one day oh it's just today I'll start again tomorrow but then I was doing that every single day (laughs) so it was every day. And so really recognizing the importance of those tiny little decisions every day that you say, I, I'm gonna choose this option rather than this option is you moving the needle forward in a really positive way and it deserves to be celebrated. And especially if it's in alignment with your values, with your goals, with what you wanna achieve. And this is by no way, shape or form telling you to go down the rabbit hole of more restriction, more like that's not what this is about. This is about nourishing yourself in a way that's really helpful and supportive for your health. This is not about, you know, trying to get yourself not to eat or anything like that. This is not about restriction. This is about taking action to support your health and doing it regularly and letting those behaviors accumulate because that is what creates your overall health. All of the little decisions, the little um, yeses, the, the positive choices over and over again, not this massive life transformation. And so no action is too small. So I really, really hope that you found this helpful. I have loved sitting and recording this. Um, I find the mindset tools and the personal development side of taking care of your health so powerful and so important and this is why it doesn't matter how much nutrition training I do I will always call myself a health coach because I really find it so powerful to explore these things these are the things that are usually standing in the way of someone creating real change with their health and this is where oftentimes the work needs to be done and so I really really hope that you found these super helpful I wish I'd have known about these sooner and I wish that I've I'd have put them into practice sooner and then remembering what we said right at the beginning of this episode which was you know implementation is the secret source so now that you've listened to this really having to think about okay how do I implement this into my day-to-day so I hope that you found this really really helpful please do if you have 
screenshot it and share it on your Instagram and tag me in it so I can celebrate you for showing up to you, for yourself and drop you a message and say thank you for sharing. And um, on Spotify, you're also able now to leave a review. So if you could leave me a review, that would be amazing. It's just like a tap how many stars, hopefully five. Um, and that really just helps my podcast to be seen by more people. So I really appreciate um, all of your support and for everybody who listens to this as well. So have a lovely week. I'm excited to catch up with you next week and I'll speak to you soon.